Hello and welcome to Side Dish, your podcast about Longmont, all the stuff you want to know and very little that you need to know. I am Eric Zumpa. I'm Brady Steffel. I'm coming in hot. Uh, how has your Fourth of July weekend? Blazing. Uh, it was. It was. It was late. So it yeah. was a late day. Yeah. yeah. Um, my neighbors like to shoot off the fireworks, and um, we like to go to bed early. It doesn't really match up all too well. <laughs> so, and then the cat. The cat. The cat. I got an automatic cat feeder, and because uh, the cat is unbelievably food motivated, and so. What we do is we the, we have it set for like nine nine thirty, and she comes tearing through the house, goes in, we we lock the cat in, and last night, the last couple nights, she's figured out, hey, I mean, this took a year and a half or whatever, but last night she figured out if I don't go in there, I'm not going to get trapped in the in the office overnight, yeah. and so she after I fell asleep finally, if everybody quit blowing up the you know celebrate the birth of your nation by blowing a small piece of it up um after that quit then the cat came up like two three times and it's like then i had to run through the house catch the cat so that i could lock her up so it was a it was a it was a heck of a night then i woke up at 5 30 or 6 o'clock it's like i know it's just absolutely insane over here too as well i mean the fire department the police came over and usually our neighborhood's pretty mellow yeah like it's usually like a family kind of gathering people light up a few legal fireworks and yep. everybody gets together and has a good time but gosh i'll tell you this guy it was guy one of our neighbors went up to cheyenne or wyoming and decided to invest his entire college savings or his <laughs> life savings on fireworks and yeah i thought bottle rockets were pretty cool when i was like 15 yeah but these yeah. weren't even i mean bottle rockets would have been fine but the thing i i can't stand about bottle rockets is just like the errant bottle rocket that goes on for hours oh yeah, yeah it's yeah. like I'm, but I, what it's i'm like, saying is like that was great when i was 15 and yeah. i just like yeah now i'm like boy what an ephemeral use of two thousand dollars you know, like just, it's just it, <laughs> yeah. poof, poof, she's gone. And you're going, yeah. okay, that was great. Yeah. I, I don't mind uh, the, like, if you're going to have fireworks for the community, you want to gather. I know that Kiwanis was off. And yeah, absolutely. Last year, everybody was on lockdown and stuff. So I'm sure there's just a lot of pent up energy. I, I get that. I really do. But, um, you know, be be respectful. I, I get that. I get, I just got to say, I get the feeling that the people that listen to this are not the kind out at like two in the morning. Me like, ah, let's fire another one up. Let's you never scare, know. You never know. I mean, really, we need to drive people to like, you know, uh, Molly and Matthews, probably. So probably, yeah. 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 So yeah, it's uh, it was an interesting, interesting night. So um, anyway, uh, what else you been doing other than trying to get some sleep? Um, well, my brother came over and we made some tacos, made some asada tacos. Nice. Um, that was good. Yeah. I've never made asada tacos here. We also, the day before, so yesterday we did that. And then I guess it would have been Saturday. We went to tacos GTO. The restaurant is not yet open, but we found the food truck, which is close to Minina's boutique, which yeah. is on main yeah. street, uh, main street by the bridge, uh, yeah, yeah. on the West side. And they've got a food truck there. And you know that I've got all the, the food allergies and stuff. They were great about it. The guy was really, really responsive. Yeah. So he, we went there, and I got some, some different ones, good stuff. You know, um, came yeah. back, ate that. Um, Kelsey did some bike riding. Otherwise, yeah, we refinished uh, part of the floor last week, and just, just, just living my middle aged life. You know, just doing that. <laughs> just, like that's the highlights. <laughs> yeah, we ate, we ate some tacos. Yeah, well, that's food right. Some tacos. No. Um, so our son Jacob came down and visited with us, and actually we imbibed and we went to Bootstrap, and then we mm-hmm. also went to Sakura. So shout out to both places. Sakura is just oh, awesome. Sakura's good. Yeah, just a heads place. up, they are going to be closed from like July 10th through the 22nd. They're going to take some time off, well deserved time off for a year and a half of cool. You know, basically uh, craziness and such. Yeah. Um, we also went thrift store shopping. Oh. 
and I always, I always think it's funny. So we described it as like, it was the, the errand of lessening returns as we went along. So we started up North. So we went to the, the arc, I believe. And then it's goodwill. Then we mm-hmm. went to like Aries. Then mm-hmm. we went to mountain sun and then we went to restore. Mm-hmm. And so not mountain sun, mountain States. Sorry. Um, and it was, yeah, it was, it was really funny when we got to like Aries thrift shop, it was like just cluttered and crazy. And it was just like, not much there, but there's thrift stores and there's thrift stores. And what I found here in particular is that Longmont, Longmont, just like the, the thrift stores and the, 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 the garage sales and stuff are, are relatively picked over pretty early. Yeah. So if they find stuff, there's out there, there's people digging, there's people picking and I don't blame them for it. I always like finding a deal. But um, I don't go thrifting as much as I used to. I used to love going because you could find the cool digs and like a new jacket or, or shirts that had barely been worn. And that's further and farther between than it is back in Minnesota or you go to the rich yeah. suburbs somewhere, you know, and you, you find all kinds of cool stuff. But um, yeah, it's it's not as it's not as good. And there are some that are just kind of full of stuff. Yeah, it's just mostly stuff. like, oh, I can't stop. I, I, I just got to keep bringing stuff and you're yep. like it's just you can't find anything so it's like oh my lord i bad. do like the habitat for humanity restore if you guys yeah. have ever been I, I would recommend going in there now is not as good a time as it has been um over covid they reduced their hours um then when they were re- receiving items and yeah. they just have a lot less for it on the shelves so i have to say it. it's really organized really well so it's probably the best organized i've ever seen it so it looks yeah in there so they've it's got nice some, yeah it really good is stuff too so and like yeah. they they keep filling up and they keep rearranging and they keep so i've got to say like shout out to them as they've grown i think they've done a pretty good job at keeping it pretty tidy in there it's, yeah it's pretty easy to go just like huh, just herk it over there and onto the pile yeah. let people dig through the heap but uh no i like that place i like going down there i go down there yeah. every couple of weeks i go down there when my my parents are here and stuff um i would say that also the the well, the consignment shops are kind of fun too once in a while but yeah they're okay um, too as well. I don't know if you know, but somebody ran right into Habitat. They just took their truck right through the front window. Really? <laughs> was this so like a deliberate actor? Uh, somebody who was not not having a good day. So oh, so just yeah. somebody's having a bad mood, and they go, "I'm gonna ruin." Now let's just say they they probably went a little overbar imbibing, and they just decided, oh. "Hey, what the heck?" Wow, <laughs> I had not heard it. So luckily nobody was there who got hurt, so that's great. But they um they did they have this nice gigantic sheeting of of plywood there. So oh classy, keep it classy. Otherwise, but what what are you gonna do? I mean, what are you gonna do? Exactly, drives a drives a hole into your uh, yeah Yeah. your store. You gotta you make do. And then we also went to let's see, we went record shopping. Oh, Um, so it was nice. We didn't go to the only one we missed was the uh, the newest one. Okay. All sales vinyl, but we did go to Absolute Vinyl and Recycled mm-hmm. Records, and I have to say that there's a such a huge difference. I mean, I went to Absolute Vinyl, and they have stuff in the free bin that I was like, I finally told her, I said, you know, you can sell that stuff. Those are good mm-hmm. records. Like, mm-hmm. why are you getting rid of that, like mm-hmm. for free? And and their prices are like absolutely awesome. I the mean, one on Main Street, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I like that I store. I, I really do like that store. So, I mean, I don't have a ton of selection, but. I'll tell you. I mean, the prices were awesome. I mean, it's not. It's yeah, I, I went to the other one. I don't remember. They they used to be on Main Street too, and they moved. Yeah, and they went. I went in there, and they, their their prices were, I mean, what you'd expect to pay online and stuff. They weren't like I didn't feel like I was getting any good digs out of that. So, 
but it was a good selection, you know, and it was well kept and stuff. Um, yeah. So recycled records is the one you're referring to off of Hover, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Right, but yeah. We, I, I just walked out of there. I was so, I was so shocked by the prices. It was so. Yeah. I'd say absolute vinyl is probably my favorite in town. Yeah. Well, I'd say easily my favorite in town. I really like the yeah. guy. I had this, I had a new Mark table that I wanted to get rid of and I'm like, Oh, there's probably a few bucks in this. I'm buying a new one. Yeah. Uh, it's a Christmas gift to me. I took my birthday Christmas money and was going to buy me a fancy one or an, what entry level fancy one I should say. And um I took this thing in there and he's like, well let me live with it. I'm gonna listen to it, blah blah blah. And he goes like, I can give you eight bucks for the cartridge. And he was super he was super apologetic. He's like, There's something wrong in the bottles of this thing and it is not worth fixing. Yeah. Um because it was pretty cheap. And yeah. it's like, well I'll guess I'll take the eight bucks. Like yeah. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to pass that on to somebody else. So. No, and place on Hover has a ton of CDs. And are you, do you even listen to CDs anymore? I'm just no, no, I know. No. I was like, God, they have a ton of CDs. I'm like, who's buying these CDs? I mean, for a while, I, I thought don't... it was funny to have, I had an old multi CD changer. For a while, I thought it was funny yeah. to have that stacked on top of like, yeah. the old, that we have the big, yeah. all the components and stuff stacked together. And I was like, I can have the record player. And then I, I've got a Bluetooth thing, or I can just hook the aux up to my phone if I want. I've yeah. got like five different stereos in my house. I can, <laughs> I don't need the, I don't keep CDs. I've got all my old CDs from when I was a kid. Um, but I don't like, I don't listen to them. Like, what's the point? Well, I mean, really the point of the LPs is like, you want the cover art and really the CD doesn't offer that. And the experience, yeah. It's the analog sound. Like and, yeah. and that sort of thing is really cool, but I don't get that from a CD. So like, no, uh, it's, it's all the same digital copy basically. And so why yeah. not just listen to like a, exactly. a good format MP3. So yeah. One final know. thing we, our guest is here, but I just wanted to mention that actually, do you remember that little shopping center on um, Clover Basin and airport road? Like there was like a, a little place that was built over there and it was just totally empty. And now there's a vet clinic over there. Oh, so okay. it was like a little shopping center that was built out in front of the apartments over there on Clover Basin and Airport Road. And um, hey, kudos to the vet clinic. It's Clover Basin Animal Hospital, it looks like. Um, I think it's brilliant to put an animal hospital or a vet over there because you've got so many apartments and so many new buildings over there. I think that's yeah. just so. Anyway. No, I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's there's a there's a weird theory on gas stations. You don't want everything like equally distance. You want to get yeah close enough that people want to go there in, instead of driving the other one. But there's a lot of stuff over. There's a lot of people that live over in Clover Basin. There's a lot of houses and a lot of apartments. Yeah, I there. know. And it's like yeah. yeah, it's it's a good place to have businesses like that. So it's awesome. Hey, to look to them. and let's welcome in Bill Teasdale. He Bill is uh I, I think we haven't uh you haven't gotten tired of us, so maybe you're still listening. I'm not <laughs> sure. But, I am listening um, very closely. <laughs> but it's uh, Bill is kind of our insider for some of the things going around town. Um, if you could remind people kind of what you do in your spare time when you're not sitting out on a podcast with Brady and Eric. Yeah, I'm a commercial real estate appraiser, uh, first and foremost. And I've been doing that for about 15 years. And um, I also have a, a coffee roasting business that's uh, about four years old. And how's the coffee? Kids and wife keep me pretty busy. (laughs) And how's the coffee roasting going these days? It's good. It's good. Good. Yeah. And remind our listeners what the coffee roasting company is Nimbus Coffee Roasters. Nimbus. Yeah. Awesome. And can people buy that coffee online or can they go other places or? Yep. You can buy it online. You can get it at Simply Bulk. Um, Those are kind of the two main sources. Okay. To get it. I do like Simply Bulk. That's a great story. Yeah. It's a, a great story. story. Yeah. So they um, 
there's a few coffee shops around that carry some select yeah copies that we offer but um those are the main sources to get it awesome but what is the website then bill so nimbusroasters.com awesome thank you very much um so bill we, we bring in every once in a while just because we like to hear like if you know anything um and in fact i did get contacted from i think uh you know patrick you sent patrick over to us and i guess they're going to do something in niwad and we don't want to spoil that show, but I guess they're going to come on on the 19th of this month and kind of tell us what's going on in Iowa for them. But Oh, awesome. Um, I had not yeah. heard that update. Um, yeah. I know that they had looked at that one location that I told you guys about, and yeah. I think they said I was a little ahead of myself there. I know they were looking at a, uh, trying to make another location in downtown Longmont work. Yeah. Um, and for whatever reason, they couldn't get that to work. Uh, but that's uh, that's great news. Uh yeah, those guys are gonna, they found a place in Niwot. Yeah, and they were kind of like shy, and they're like, "Well, do you still want us?" And I'm like, "Eh, you're you're close by. We're not too worried about it." So, um, anyway, uh, let's see, Bill. What any any news you got as far as things going on in Longmont that our listeners should be aware of? Uh, maybe a few things here. Okay. Um, there's I know of uh, a a new lease that was signed in downtown Longmont at 627 Main Street. So that's the property that's directly to the south of the Chiba hut there that has the oh, yeah. really cool mural on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The company's called Miko. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. It's M E C O. Um, okay. their website's MikoLongmont.com. They make, uh, cheddar cheese crackers. Nice. Holy cow. That's cool. <laughs> so I not like Neko, not like Neko. them, but yeah. Um, word on the street is they're pretty good. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. Huh. So, um, yeah, says, in addition, the, the website does say Miko. So, yeah, I wonder if it's a Colorado for CEO type thing. Interesting. Yeah. So it looks like you know, kind of looking at their website and their Instagram page, that maybe they started with a food truck and then that evolved to the cracker business, and they've been, I guess, looking for a physical location. Um, signed this lease here recently. My understanding is that they'll use the back portion of the space is kind of production space to make the crackers. And then in the front, it sounds like, uh, and this kind of goes to your guys's uh, question last week, do we have enough coffee places in Longmont? Um, but they will operate uh, some version of a to-go coffee slash pastry out of the front portion. And then maybe uh, uh, with the other additional retail space there, um, uh, space for like they said, co- local Colorado uh, artisanal folks so not sure exactly what that means but maybe other startup businesses can um you know advertise their wares there and give uh people a chance to to purchase them i got a specific question for you uh about main street is there anything happening with the loco gastro pub building do you have any idea um well that 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 was a location that the longmont bakehouse was looking at Mm -hmm. um and i know that they were trying to figure a way to divide that space into two um, cause it's just such a large space and, uh, you know, for a startup restaurant trying, yeah. I think it's around 5,000 square feet. It's oh, it's huge. Wow. It's huge. Yeah. Crazy. Um, and I think, you know, what I heard and just rumor on the street, I don't, you know, is that they just couldn't figure out how to divide the space economically. Right. Um, and so, and talking with the listing broker there, it's like, it's, it's kind of, it's just really hard to find a tenant who can lease 5,000 square feet. That's yeah, a big building and it's been sitting there for a long time. I mean, we, we finally came out of hibernation and I'm like, huh, I wonder what the heck is going on there and why 
nothing's going on there. But it sounds like that's the answer. It's just too big. They're trying, but they just can't figure anything out yet. Right. So yeah, bring on the cheesecake factory, I guess, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, quite honestly, it might take somebody with deep pockets like that. Um, yeah, you know who can who can you know turn the tables and uh, you know uh, take the time to uh, build a business and 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 still be able to pay the rent. <laughs> I, I have another question for you too, as well. I noticed across from the pump house at the gas station, the gas mat or whatever, it looks like it's fenced off now. So people can't park there. I don't know if there's any sort of movement on anything over there, but it looks like it's more of an artistic expression right now, just kind of weaving fabric into the fence fencing and which is awesome. It's really pretty. It's cool, but I'm just, I'm not sure if the, anything's going down on that. I'm not aware of anything. I know yeah. it's still listed for sale. I think that mm. what's going on there is that's a staging area for the construction that's going on over at the on Kaufman at Spoke. Oh, because if you look at the oh yeah you know, the branding yeah. of the of the construction company, it's the exact same one that's doing the Spoke. So that's my assumption there. Um, you know, they that's been on the market for quite a long time. I, I had heard a bank was making a run at it, but. This was probably over a year ago, and I don't think anything materialized with that. Um, yeah. So no. More exciting so downtown businesses, right? Another bank, yeah. Another bank, Another bank yeah. yeah. It's always, <laughs> it just draws the foot traffic like no, nobody's business. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go do some extra banking this week. I got to <laughs> double, up, double up on my deposits. Hey, Bill, so, another question for you. You know, you were listening last week, and we said, hey, do we have too many coffee houses? Love to get your take on that. Do you think we have reached a kind of a plateau or do you think that there's room for other coffee houses? I'm curious. Uh, that's a great question. Um, it's, uh, it's funny you asked that. I was listening to a podcast last week and they uh, were basically saying that 90% of the world's population consume some version of caffeine, not necessarily coffee, but they're daily consumers of caffeine. So one would assume that we may probably aren't at that capacity, but I don't know. Um, it feels like there's kind of a big concentration down in downtown and, mm -hmm. you know, uh, only so many people that are, you know, in that area on a daily basis. Um, it seems like Longmont has a pretty robust, like a, a, a profound depth to the amount of, of coffee shops and tacos that we can, that will support. <laughs> like we just like, we're kind of maxed out. We haven't seen a new brewery in a while, but it's like, Oh yeah, there's, there's a new taco truck. There's a new taco tacos. <laughs> I learned that Tacos GTO is going to open downtown. They're saying within the next month. I was down okay. at that. Yeah, I was down at the the truck this weekend. So that's that's coming up. So it's like, yep, we've got we've apparently got breathing room in some of these areas. So who knows, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It feels like there's maybe some quadrants of town that could use a cool coffee shop, but um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. We've, we've thought right. about that. You know, as a roaster, it's like, oh, we should open a, you know, a coffee shop, but. I, I look at the numbers and I look at, you know, the investment in it and I'm like, yeah, we'll just stay roasters. No, that seems pretty smart. So, so, I, they, I say so myself, yeah. they said that the people that got rich during uh, the gold rush were the people selling shovels. So exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, and uh, Bill, you said you had another thing, maybe another tidbit for us. Did I wax over that or did you, uh, did you, mention oh, I, you know, there's just some other things going on around town. Um, I don't know if you guys talked about this earlier, but I think it was good to see that the Amgen slash AstraZeneca slash Avexis yeah. uh, building is actually sold again. Again, AGC Biologics. I guess wow. they're out. They're out of Washington State, or maybe even have roots roots overseas. That place, place must be haunted. Yeah, 
I mean, well, I, it, it's my understanding that Amgen spent over a billion dollars constructing that building. Wow. Um, when the AstraZeneca bought it, they bought it for like 120 million. The next one's was 65 million. The last one was 30 some million. Wow. So pretty soon I, I might be in the running to buy the place. That's Actually, the three <laughs> of us, the three of us, we can put up a giant coffee house in there. But yeah, yeah it's it like really big one. To heck with all of this, the greater diaspora of coffee shops in Longmont. We're just going to have one centralized <laughs> coffee shop theme park. Just come on in. This is the only place in town to get it. I'll tell you, that Amgen building, as I recall, too, was created for one drug. So, And it was right. so specialized that that's why they... Yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. what I heard the last time, too, is that they had this this cure that was like going to be a million or two million dollars a dose or something for some genetic yeah. disorder. And then they're like, well, just kidding. We're not actually going to do that. And then... That's it. You're not going to do it. You don't need the space. So then they right. You you so. you wonder what their financial models look like. Okay, we're, we're going to spend a billion dollars making this plant. <laughs> yeah. And maybe we'll sell the drugs. Well, I know that they're always saying that like big pharma, just, they're they're always struggling. Like we just don't have enough money. Um, that's that's common knowledge, right? Just that that the pharmaceutical companies don't make enough money. Yeah. Uh, to blow a billion dollars <laughs> on a single building. So, Bill, uh, what's uh, I wanted to ask you too about uh, you know how do you how are you feeling about Longmont? How do you feel about growth? You know, the census came out; we're about a hundred thousand people. How are you feeling about you know what's going on in you know downtown or maybe your neck of the woods or wherever else? Like, what, what's your sense of commercial and and businesses and you know general life in Longmont? Yeah, I mean, think from a real estate perspective. Um, you know, if we talk about like the residential side, um, obviously things are kind of going insane yeah and i it doesn't really i mean i think people get excited in the short term but i'm not so sure it's good for us in the long term Mm -hmm. um if you're selling you're like wow i made a bunch of money um if you're staying you're gonna watch your property taxes go up a lot um and you're gonna push out a segment of the population that can't uh, afford to live anymore and i you know i worry about longmont's kind of soul yeah at some point Um, And I think we need to be a little more long-term thinking in that. There's definitely camps in in town. I've heard different voices because you go to different parts of the internet that, you know, talk about Longmont and they're like, we need more single family homes, like just exclusively, like solely focused on single family homes. And then there's others like, uh, we we can't do that. Like there's not any room for that. Like you can't just keep building single family homes. They're expensive to maintain down the road. And then, also, like, we just don't have space to do that. We need more. And like, we, we don't want these abominations. So it's, it is really a, a fight between like the old Longmont community. I mean, we said the other day that I think in 1970, there's like 21,000 people here. And right. those, there's just those, some of those people still live here, you know? And then the new people who have moved in and they're like, we just moved here and um, we need, we need more affordable housing. We need, it doesn't matter what it looks like. It's, we just need it. People have to live somewhere and people are doing the exact same thing. I've seen houses in my neighborhood go for 800, 900, almost a million dollars There's a house, a couple streets over that's, that's under contract for almost a million dollars. And it's, it's not very big. So it is crazy out there. It is hard. Yeah. I, you know, there's the, that uh, property that's just uh, north of highway 66 and uh, west of uh, main street kind of across from the, uh, uh, the Walmart out there that they're trying to annex right now. It's uh, I think it's around 30 acres, maybe a little less. Mm-hmm. They want to do 99, I think, single family homes out there. Meritage homes, I think is the sure. developer there. And um, the city council's like pushing back on them. They, we want more density. We want more mixed use. Yep. 
we want you know more affordable so we'll see where that project goes but as you said there's just not really that much more space for those kind of neighborhoods right yeah um, and i'm not seeing any appetite wanting to build up even though we really don't have a restriction that that tells us we can't build up but i'm not seeing anybody saying hey i want to go you know name the amount of stories you know the first bank building is the tallest building in longmont but you know without an observation deck you know it's just not very fun i'm kidding but uh but it just you know you do see a lot of discussion about that you just don't see a lot of people kind of clamoring to do that yeah right yeah i mean it definitely seems to be some more focus on more multifamily projects um that look like they're in the pipeline um that property at it's 1901 South Hover, so just south of uh, Oscar Blues. It's kind of a triangle parcel um, that closed in February. That was contingent on getting approvals. Um, I think it was 236 kind of townhome style mm-hmm. projects there. Um, there's another property that's under contract just east of the Walmart up there north. That is another proposed. Uh, uh, multifamily slash retail. Um, where else? Uh, the prod, the fairgrounds marketplace prod parcel, yep. which yep. is just north of uh, Home the Depot, Home Depot. Right? Yeah. yeah, they're talking about yeah. another ten, ten, breaking that up into ten different sites, but a pretty good size seven acre site that will be multifamily. Um, I'm not. They those guys have been kind of in final plat for. A couple yeah, of years. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely yeah. looked them up and I've, I've actually tried to call the number on the billboard before and gone, what the heck's going on? Because the science and you look at the platting and you're like, OK, well, there's like a plan and nothing. So you're, you're, you're left going, huh? But when you look at home prices, I, I go, who is going to buy these? And it's, it's going to be people that are quite well to do or have made money in real estate that they're going to roll over anyway. And it's not making the city accessible for people who already live here, people who are working in restaurant jobs or retail jobs and that kind of stuff. And, and it, it, you know, if you don't like building up, I don't know what other options we've got because it's, it is hard. It, and I, I would like to make it so that people who work here can live here. And that's, I mean, that's me opining, but I think it's, it's really a struggle. There's, there's definitely um, an issue there for, for a lot of the population. Cause if you, if you look at a house, that's, I think this house is a couple blocks away. It's like 1800 square feet and it's almost a million dollars. What you know? Who's moving into there? Well, somebody. Yeah, well, I, I was talking to a, a broker about um, this is a property that it's kind of one of the just out outside of city limits. It's on five acres on a house that was built in you know nineteen twenty or whatever. Um, sold for around a million dollars, and the broker's like, "Yeah, the the buyer paid cash for it." And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, "Okay, well that's not so unnormal anymore." No, and she's like, "Yeah, the buyer was twenty four years old." Wow. And I'm like, mining Bitcoin or? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. crazy. Hey, Bill, I have another question too. And uh, you can certainly sidestep this one if you want to. But but since you're a, a commercial appraiser, I'm just curious to know, like with COVID and kind of working from home or working from anywhere, if you will, kind of coming to be because of all the technology and such we learned and during COVID, I'm just wondering, are you seeing any sort of effects to commercial or do you see it as a, as robust as it's ever been. I'm just curious. Uh, certainly in this area, it, it seems to be as robust as it's ever been. Um, you know, I hear a lot from brokers that kind of, there's a lot of money out there chasing not very many deals. Mm-hmm. And um, and I've seen in 
you know, an increase of out-of-state money chasing these deals. So um, I think we talked last time, you know, we're kind of in the throes of COVID, you know, I was saying, I'm not sure if I would want to own a, a, a big office property. I still, I still feel the same about that. There was an office property, uh, Remax building uh, up here at uh, uh, Hover and 17, mm-hmm, kind of sits mm-hmm. behind some other stuff there. Um, it sold for what I would consider a low market price. And I think the, the seller just was tired and of having it listed. And it's like, I just need, and someone came in with I cash and they're like, let's just get this done. Yeah. So those yeah. 20, 30, 40,000 square foot office buildings, not like Longmont has a ton of those, but um, certainly when we do work in other parts of the metro area, it's, you know, uh, it surprises me because people pay more for industrial buildings now than they do for office buildings. And yeah. So it's, yeah. I know. The demand it's just, it's is clearly not the same as it was before. No. Well, anything you want to leave us with today, anything we, we didn't ask you that you want to say, Hey, I, I want to rant about this, you know, whether a hot dog's a sandwich or <laughs> you want to talk about Joey chestnut and the hot dog challenge or whatever the weekend, but um, whatever your, your preference would be, what can we send you off? Oh, I don't know that I have any, particular rants um i did know oh, come that, on <laughs> yeah, that it looks like they've made a proposal for that 121 south main street parcel which is the parking lot <sighs> just uh, north of cheese importers yeah oh yeah cool this has come up a few times what do you got this yeah. is interesting yeah. uh, i just saw it on the um longmont's uh active de- development log yep. uh, 183 dwelling units and 11,000 square feet of commercial space plus a parking garage so i think wow. that one's I actually to... been up for a little bit and it's sort okay. of i think changed a little bit here and there and it's it's one of those things where you're going okay yeah that that would really offer a lot more breathing room for for uh people to live on the, in that area i mean it's crazy yeah. so yeah That's i mean i'm actually pretty at... excited about the Moe's bagel place they're they're making some good progress there I'm really thrilled about that, and especially <laughs> since they've got like a roof deck, and I just want to see a roof deck at most bagels. It just cracks me <laughs> nice. up. But, um, but I have to tell you, you know, the apartments down there in South, what, South Main Street Street Station, you know, has really, and I think COVID and everything has really impacted Wibby. When you look at Wibby, like it used to be this tiny footprint, and now it's this gigantic footprint. I am just blown away with how many people they can see now. It just is. Yeah, astounding. you go by there, they're having concerts or they got yeah. like the Stanley Cups up on the gigantic big screen. Yeah. It's it's pretty it's, it's a pretty fun environment. Yeah, I can't help but think that the apartments really help them out too, probably. Um oh, yeah. but anyway, Bill, I just want to say thank you as always for joining yeah. us. And you provide Yeah, us well thanks for having me back on and yeah, uh, you've got a lot of good info. keep trying to feed you some some cool tips here and there and hopefully they uh, pan Appreciate out to be it. true and <laughs> We don't care that much. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> people get accuracy here. I want to know about the, the about donut that. thing that's going down. Yeah. No, I want to see the donut thing come down. So <laughs> thanks for introducing us to Tiger and Wife, too. That was really cool, too. Yeah, I hope they're, they're doing well. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing uh, what those guys, uh, uh, the Longmont Bakehouse, got going on in Iowa. That'll yeah. be exciting. Awesome. Well, have a great rest of your afternoon. Thanks, Bill. You too. Thanks. thanks. Bill. All right. Take care. That was Bill Teasdale, uh, commercial appraiser, as well as coffee roaster. And we're just so happy to have him on the show. And he yeah. just gives us little tidbits. And I love that. You know, well, I love that he's got the insight. I mean, he's got yeah. the inside track. Like we, this is the kind of thing that we sort of pretend that we know about. <laughs> we don't know anything. Really. No, we don't know. Just go and make stuff up. We're like yeah. trying to, you know, try to figure stuff out. But what do you got? Yeah. So. Um, one other thing I wanted to mention is, I don't know if you saw Jared Polis did this kind of authorize this taxing 
district, if you will, and I'm going to probably mess this one up, but we have to look at this a little bit more deeply. But I heard from Jim over at Luna Cafe, and he said, yeah, so Paula signed this this initiative, this idea to like, you know, tax so you could actually have a rail system on I-25. And so there's not clarity on whether it kind of circumvents RTD or if it, and it's really fascinating, certainly in the, you know, and in the big policy wonk stages. So I can't really speak to the depth of it, but, but I think it's really intriguing. And what you could envision is you could envision a a rail system along I-25 and then there's spurs, you know, each of the communities has a spur mm-hmm. and it's up to them to get out I-25. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. That could yeah. be interesting. Yeah. I wouldn't I mind know. it. I mean, I don't love, it, yeah, it just has to service enough stuff that it makes it worthwhile, but yeah, we're getting to the point where it's like, yeah, we're, we're getting pretty dense. Driving on 119 is uh, oh, yeah. less than ideal. Let's yeah. just, you know, let's say that I've got words um, that I'm not going to use on air. Let's um, <laughs> say that. <laughs> But I mean, it just gets tough. And it's like, oh, it'd be nice to see enough population density. You can support some cooler services like that. It and, um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, anything else you have, sir? Well, I've noticed that there's good um, good headway being made on the beer garden down at uh, left hand. I can't remember. Yeah, last week. pretty amazing. That looks cool. So I'm excited to see what that looks like, even if I can't drink their beer, smuggling a hip flask or something, whatever you got to do. <laughs> Um, I also noticed too that it looks like the center or the you know we were getting a notification that there was a slash kind of retail center across the street kind of to the west northwest of left hand that's right near the river that was kind of okay. going it looks like they're really making some progress on that too as well yeah I think that, well they're talking about opening Boston up and we we've talked with Phil Greenwald from the city yeah. about this and yeah. he said that they're going to try to make Boston go all the way through to Main Street so it wouldn't just kind of yeah. crap out in in like right before main street and that will go through and i think that that's that corridor is fairly poised to be like the like a hipstery you know like a climbing gym and then uh you know yeah. that that kind of stuff where they've got the, really the cool. beer the beer the beer garden and all that stuff i will tell you so we went with jacob to bootstrap we hanging out having a good time we go hey we're, let's walk over to tequilas which is a, a mexican restaurant down mm-hmm. by safeway in that area in that South area on South Pratt or whatever and, or South Terry. And I'm, and I said, well, let's walk, let's just walk. And so <laughs> there's a way to like not walk under the viaduct and over the railroad tracks, yeah, you know, and to get over the other side. I mean, it's a really pretty short walk, but it's not exactly the most pleasant, you know, <laughs> it's rough. It is. It's really rough. Cause if you go, like if you're biking or walking and you want to go, it, yeah, you're walking over all the gravel and the train tracks. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Okay, like I don't mind that the train tracks are here, but it'd be nice yeah. if there was like a pedestrian causeway or something. Where you it's can... just so simple to get over there. I mean, you're just—it's yeah. so easy to get over there. It's just not easy to get over there. It's just exactly, exactly. The there's a lot of easy. There's a lot of stuff right there in the middle of town that's like, yeah, it, this should be pretty simple. It's it's very close, but it feels uh, very arduous, very onerous, and you forget how close you are if you're on Boston or if you're in some of those first second. Uh, even up third, like h- how close you are to some of that stuff down there. Yeah, Cause you gotta, like, if you gotta traverse the tracks and then you go, okay, well, I'll take the little pedestrian path over the top of the bridge to go over, but it's like, you know, all the way up and all the way down. Yeah. I don't want to do that either. So, right. So it's, yeah. you know, I don't know. We, it's kind of funny. We're just grousing about the weather. What are you going to do? Stuff, what are you going to do? Complain to the city. That's right. I will. I will. There we go. <laughs> that's, that's what we'll uh, all righty. Well, as always, we thank Andy Epler for our intro music. Uh, certainly thanks to Bill Teasdale for joining us mm. and giving us nice. a little bit of tidbits about some of the things that are going to go on in town. Um, find us on Amazon Music, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you find your pod content. And certainly tell your friends about us. Um, yeah. You're interested in Longmont and two guys ranting. I mean, we're your show. Really, really. Yeah. Are. 
Okay. Yeah. No. I mean, if you want loose some some facts, banter and, and with bad facts and yeah. yeah, some facts maybe. <laughs> Reach out to us at side dish longmont at gmail.com and certainly feel free to correct us and tell us, hey dummies, you know what hey. the heck is going on? Yeah. Hey dummies. Thanks, Brady. Thanks, Eric.